0: Ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? Hip-hop Mike here, and I literally just stumbled into his studio with the GOAT himself. You want to tell him who you are, bro? Oh, man, Mike, it's good to be with you. Chris (laughs)
1: Hodge here. Uh, I'm the
0: host of the Take in Vegas radio show on uh, Saturdays
1: and Sundays, making people a lot of money with gambling, so we're all excited (laughs) about that. This is is a great collaboration right here.
0: I feel like it's going to be major, bro. It is going to be major. We've known each other for a minute. Epic is a great word. It's going to be epic. (laughs) We got to come up with a name for this thing, too. Too. We do. The epic cast. The epic cast, all <laughs> right? Sports and hip-hop, bringing the two
1: worlds together. Facts. You well, know, making make it entertaining for not just the musician, but for the
0: athlete and for everyone in between. Straight up. Like, I mean, I told you off-air, like, we've known each other for some time, so you know I don't know shit about sports. That's great. I'm in the dark. Um, I know you know more about hip-hop than I do about sports, but...
1: I try. Listen, I knew Biggie and Tupac.
0: Okay. I'm I'm old school. You know, I'm old school.
1: Jay Z, Eminem. (laughs) I'm old school. I know you're new school, though.
0: I mean, I listen to everything, but I do lean new school. Like, a lot of these kids that are turned up with the face tats, I'm a fan of. I know it's not popular for everybody, but. The Mike Tyson face tats? uh, Oh, my God. I wish these kids were (laughs) as iconic as Mike Tyson.
1: And we got a bit, it's talking about sports. We got Mike Tyson, (laughs) Roy Jones
0: coming up, so we could talk about that. Oh, my God. Two
1: plus 50 year old guys, you know, going at it. Just
0: hope someone doesn't die. Yeah, well, that's my Concern is after that fight, is this going to be like a tribute to Roy Jones Jr.? Because you know Tyson's going to kill him. Yeah, Roy Jones got some balls, bro. <laughs> He's got, you you have to be first of all. You have to be a special type of psychotic to get in the ring with Mike Tyson. Well, did you hear what made him even make the decision to do that? I, I did not. So I watched him on Joe Rogan, and he basically was like that when they I guess came to him with the fight, with the opportunity to go against Tyson. They planned for the fight to be six weeks from that day. And he's like, "Well, I've been training. I haven't been out of the ring for too long. Like in six weeks, I could get prepared for this." And then they pushed it back so long, and Tyson got in his bag, and was like, now Roy Jones is like, "Uh, I didn't know he was gonna have this long to prepare."
1: Well, because you're a grandfather, number <laughs> one, I mean, you can't just six weeks. I mean, you just roll out of bed. I don't. And listen, Roy Jones is one of the best fighters of all time. Obviously, Mike Tyson is as well. But Mike Tyson is a. Lunatic. He's a monster. Like, not someone I want to be in the ring with. <laughs> Ask a man the Holyfield. He lost an ear. Like, this, this is not something you want to be in the ring with. But, look, Roy Jones, we'll see if he still has his speed. Obviously, Mike, Mike Tyson, still see if he has his power, which I'm sure he does. And like I said, you just hope you're not, you know, burying someone after that fight.
0: It's like old Pitbull versus like middle-aged Golden Retriever. And and, you know, listen, it's (laughs) right. It's
1: great. And um, you know, the great thing is the money is for charity, which is awesome. You know, everyone wants to donate to charity, especially the times we're in right now in 2020. That's great. But I'm just saying this, man. You're going to put me in the ring with Mike Tyson. I got to get paid. Oh, my God. money's got to go to me. It's it's going to go to my family. Like
0: The money's got to go to my family when I get killed by Mike Tyson. So, Mike Tyson is my favorite boxer of all time. Really? Yeah,
1: Mike Tyson, Money Money Mayweather. I love those two guys. Two completely different fighters. Obviously, Tyson was knocking people out. Money May, he's a student of the game, scientist in the ring. I love those two – but Mike Tyson was my man growing up, man. I loved him. I loved watching him.
0: I think people are going to love this podcast so much because you're going to talk about the stats in boxing. You're going to talk about all, like, the elements that go into boxers. Me, I kind of know the boxing, but, like, culturally, I think – Mayweather, Tyson, I look at it from a whole different standpoint. Yeah, like, they're marketing machines.
1: They are, especially Mayweather. <laughs> he did the best of anyone ever. and made a billion dollars. But, you know, you said something interesting to me the other day when we were talking about this. You were like, you know, it's the funniest <laughs> thing. All athletes want to be rappers, and all rappers want to be athletes i mean so, that's that, how i feel that's crazy right like yo, know, athletes multi-million dollar <laughs> athletes rappers multi-million
0: dollar rappers and they want to do the opposite straight up and now i mean we got politicians that feel like they're rappers like everybody is kind of a character but i feel like it really did start with like athletes that wanted to rap like Shaq. and then you know then you have rappers that they want to be athletes but i can't think of anyone besides maybe jordan oh, well hey. jordan's not a rapper I'm bugging. Jordan just played baseball and basketball. Roy, well, he tried to play baseball. He shouldn't have played baseball.
1: He should have just stayed playing. He would, he would win eight straight. And yes, uh, uh, listen, I'll get people pissed off right off the bat. Okay,
0: All right. I don't care about the
1: LeBron James fans. I've never said that the man isn't a good basketball player. LeBron James is a great basketball player. He is not in Michael Jordan's on Michael Jordan's level. Never will be. Never has been. I don't care
0: if he gets to six, seven, nine. It doesn't matter to me. Okay. Michael Jordan's the GOAT. I agree, but what's your take on that because There's I no I agree because of like the sneakers make him the GOAT. The fact that he's just like this icon in his own right. I don't know if LeBron I, is the he, same. Here's my take on that.
1: Okay, you all watched Game 5 of the NBA Finals this past year <laughs> when the Lakers played the Heat, right? Game 5, LeBron James had a had a legacy chance. He had a shot to make the the shot that won them the championship that if it was Kobe Bryant, God rest his soul, he's taking that shot. Obviously Michael Jordan's Always taking that shot. What's LeBron do? He drives down the lane, he drives right, and he kicks out a pass to none other (laughs) than Danny Green. What the hell are you doing? Shoot that ball. (laughs) Shoot that ball, make that shot, win a championship, and you'll get more respect. Oh, I made the right
0: basketball play. I don't want to trigger you, but how do you feel about LeBron changing teams so much also, where Jordan was primarily just a bull? Such a bad move, man. (laughs) It kills the legacy, uh, in my opinion.
1: I mean, you had to join up with another killer, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh down in Miami. Look... If it wasn't working in Cleveland and you go on your own and you and you go down to Miami, you know, I get it. But you left home. Then you Straight came, up. Then you came back home and you had to join with Kyrie and Kevin Love. And Kyrie was the one who made the big shot, although LeBron did have one of the most <laughs> epic defensive plays of all time, you know, with the block on Iguodala. I take nothing away from the man. But look. When we talking about the goat, you know what I say in the, you know our office? I say there's three people sitting at the dinner table. Obviously, you know it's, it's Jordan, Kobe, and LeBron. Obviously, you know Kobe's unfortunately not Richie, with us. Richie William, and Ronnie, got you it, it, no, yeah, just right, yeah, right. <laughs> the three people sitting at the dinner table are Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and LeBron James. I truly believe this. Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant—they're not even talking to LeBron James. They don't even let me speak the same language. You know why? Because those two guys are killers. Kobe and LeBron were tight though. No, I'm not saying from a, from a friendship standpoint. Oh, you I'm mean saying stats. from just just they're killers. Mm-hmm. They're killers. Michael
0: Jordan and Kobe Bryant are cold-blooded assassins. How much do you feel like? It, be honest. If you can be honest with yourself, do you feel like it's a time and place thing? Like just you know, being from the '90s, it's like Tupac and Big. You're always going to be better than any rapper out now. But at the same time, if I ask a 17-year-old kid. They're like little pump is the best or whatever.
1: Well, I mean, if you ask Donald Trump, he, he introduced <laughs> little pump as little pimp. Little pimp. That's <laughs> no, a whole nother you, you know, thing. You say poly, these politicians, they don't know rap. They they like Kamala Harris. She she yeah. Nah, that they up. have they're, no idea. They, they they're, have no Trying to be cool, they're idiots. You know, no to your question, it's it's not so much obviously his basketball skill. His basketball skill is probably the best basketball skill of all time. And I will say this for everyone who thinks I'm getting on LeBron. He deep down, I think he's a good person, man. He built a school for kids. No one's ever really done that. He's been faithful to his high school sweetheart, and he's the most you know recognized athlete in the world right now. So good person, good. Th- but we talk about the goat. <laughs> we talk about Michael Jordan, you know, and we talk about
0: Kobe. See, but kids would argue that, bro. There's kids out here that are just diehard LeBron. They just don't they, they, they just know. Don't That's know. it. They don't don't know. They didn't watch. I mean, I can't argue with that because I know for sure there's not kids out here going on YouTube watching Jordan games and, like, really getting in that zone.
1: I mean, you watch The Last Dance. I mean, Michael Jordan, he
0: he was different,
1: (laughs) bro. He was just different. And Kobe Bryant was now the next guy. You know, and I just don't see LeBron in in that, you know, in that mindset of— that killer Mamba mentality like Colby or Michael Jordan. I would do whatever <laughs> I have to do to win at all costs, whether it's piss off a teammate, do this, do that. that. And LeBron, to me, he's just not that guy. Mm-hmm.
0: You're just well, not that guy. Clearly people are seeing the differences between us. Cause I mean, I agree with you on the Jordan thing, but I don't understand half the like dollar. I don't even know uh, what, yeah. I never even watched the game. <laughs> Let, let's take people back a little bit because clearly you've been just as passionate about sports as I am about music. Where, where does sports start for you like for people who aren't familiar with you how give them some credentials on why you're the guy that knows this shit I mean it, it honestly comes from
1: a world of gambling okay oh you know? and you know, gambling is becoming legal all throughout the country right now and look you know when I was younger you watch sports because you loved it right and then you get introduced to making money <laughs> most people love making money more than they love doing other stuff straight right? up so you know hey hold on I could watch something I love Man, I can make money at it. <laughs> really? I mean, where, that's just a, that's a perfect situation right there. So that's where it came from. You know, I always loved sports. I grew up playing football, basketball, and baseball. Um, basketball was my first love. I wasn't good enough in basketball to play in college. I was good enough to play football in college. Okay. So you know, I played football in college. Uh, I actually worked for a professional team in the NFL for a couple of years. Really? But it just came to the point where, you know, wait a second, I love this. Let's make some money on it. So, you know, we try to do it from a gambling perspective. And like I said, the show that I host, Taken Vegas Radio Show, which is on Saturdays and Sundays all throughout the country, we talk about sports from the world of gambling. Okay. You know, how you can make money on of it, out of it or on it. And uh, we've been pretty good. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're excited about the show. We're excited about what we've done. And we're ex- very excited about this collaboration and this podcast. Oh, this is going to be lit.
0: I, this is going to be great. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of the same way. Like, I've always loved hip hop, but like I really fully dove into it when I saw I could make money. And it was like early i guess i was like maybe 13 12 13 and i found out like you could flip mixtapes in places that don't have mixtapes like i'd go to queens i'd get mixtapes and i'd take them to long island and literally same thing like i just love listening to music i found out i can make money off it fast forward i end up in this position doing radio at hot 87 which it sounds like if you did the same working for an nfl team but being in sports that close and I guess for me being in music that close I was like I don't love it as much as I loved it being removed from it would you say it's well, the same
1: well when you miss a, the thing about you on Hot 97 I remember listening to you you okay. know and <laughs> it, it was the great because sometimes when, when when there's hosts on the air you know like you, you don't like the way they sound or whatever yeah. and you'll kind of turn it off and you're, you're I mean, I always when you were on Hot 97, Mm -hmm. like that was can't miss radio. My man, I was (laughs) always listening to that. So it was great when we met each other. I'm like, man, I've been listening to you for years. I, I know a lot about you.
0: I mean, I appreciate it. I definitely like I loved radio and like talking shit is my favorite thing to do. But I did feel like it was restricting. Like if I, for example, if I worked for a professional team, right, and I was into gambling, Knowing the inner workings of that team, I'd never put my money on it if it was Hot 97. Right. Well, the thing is, you, you know, when
1: you're dealing with Hot 97, you're dealing with this little birdie called the FCC. Yeah. So You can only say what you want to say. You can only say it's so limiting. much. Limiting. Right. It, it, perfect word. Limiting. But when we do a podcast, you know, you can basically say whatever you want to say, however you feel. You know, back at Hot 97, I'm mm-hmm. sure you had bosses. It's like when I worked for the NFL team, I had bosses. I yeah. can't annoy them. You know, guess what? Now we're we are our own bosses. <laughs> That's so it. So we can say up. what we want to say. We could do what we want to do, and we could make this podcast. The goal for me, and I know it is for you, man, we want to blow this up. Oh, facts. We want to make this as interesting and as fun for people to listen to as possible. What got you into, like, the Taking Vegas radio Uh, show? Like, listen, I've been hosting shows since I was, man, since 2006. Okay. Since I'm 25. And, you know, we we do shows all throughout the country. And the fun thing about that is you're not just winning money for yourself you know you're you're winning money we are on in 88 different markets on Saturdays and Sundays wow. if you combine the two days <laughs> so we have a website taking vegas.com you know you can call up you can get free uh, free big, free picks against the point spread which is the most important thing but it's just when you, when you go out to Vegas and you win for customers and you see the looks on their faces you see how excited they get when they've won five thousand, fifty thousand, whatever the case may be. Now you got to stop them from going to lose money on the craps table yeah. or something like that. You know, you got to don't walk through that
0: casino. Go go the other way. Well, there's no tips on that. Like I feel like you're somebody who's so well versed in sports and can keep up with the games and have like a memory from particular games or you know how someone's gonna act at a craps table you have no idea what those dice are going to do not none like there's no show you well, can you, come you, up yeah, with it's like i think
1: they're rigged man they're, gonna, they're <laughs> supposed to land on an 8 that they landed on the 8 you know that's it's, it's going to turn to like a it's like the movie oceans i think it was oceans <laughs> 13 where they they fixed they rigged the casino I swear that's that's what it's like, man. The casino is rigged.
0: Have you had some, like, really big wins with, like, the sports games? Like, do you feel like – how much would you say percentage-wise? Is it 50% luck, 50% skill? Is it 70% skill?
1: You need some luck. You definitely need some luck, you know. And and I think any great athlete will tell you along the way they were lucky. But it's more skill. Okay. You you have to be able – but, you know, it's funny you ask that. Like, I don't – we've had so many big wins through the years. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I honestly remember the big losses more. Like really? the games that we had no business losing, that we had fifty, a hundred thousand on, that we somehow found a way to lose. Like those are the games. Like the winning to me is like, it is what it
0: is, you know. when
1: you lose, you're like, God, darn it. Like, what, dang, what the hell just happened here? And especially a game you have no business losing. So we've won way more than we've lost throughout the years. But those losses, some of them have been like, oh man, sit with you. <laughs> they definitely sit with you, <laughs> de- because look, it's not just your money, you know. It's your client's yeah, money I got as you. well. And my business, there's a lot of people out there. Oh, we win every game. They like that's not the fact. That's not how it yeah, goes. Yeah. You don't win every game. What you want to do though is you want to win as much as you can, so you can continue to bank money. But you want to bet smart. So that's the problem with gamblers. They're not. Re- they don't really bet smart.
0: So what would you say? Because I'll like some background on me. My dad was crazy gambling addict. Like gambled forty right. grand a night every game. Like lived for the shit and right. did pretty well with it. But, like, ended up in a fucking whirlwind of some sort that, like, got him completely out of gambling. He's like, I can't do this anymore. How would you say, like, the approach, I guess, for a gambler is? Is it like you win some money, you bet half again? Like, is there any strategy to this? Yeah, you definitely have to have a strategy. I mean, look. Cause I don't know shit. I've always been too scared to lose my money.
1: Well, listen, and there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. That's a conservative. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, when it comes to, like, if you had $20,000, right? You wouldn't bet $20,000 on one game because if someone's being honest with you, Anything could happen in that one game. Starting quarterback could get hurt. Starting point guard could turn his ankle. Anything can happen, <laughs> all right? So you never want to put all your money on one game. So we like to say, look, 25%. So you okay. know, if you have 20,000, you put 5,000 on the game, and you start to build it that way. Now you get to 30,000, now you better grow a little because you know, if you have the 25% rule, now you're betting <laughs> you know, sixty-two fifty as opposed to 5,000. So if you do it the right way and you have a strategy, You'll make money if you're just throwing things against the wall and you know not paying attention to
0: anything. You're just throwing things back and you know you're, you're not gonna have success. I Have no idea. Yeah, you, so you won't have success. Do you play fantasy sports? Because I've, oh. I've played fantasy football. Football I could keep up with. It's like once no. or twice a week. You know, with fantasy football, it actually helped the relationship. With I have three children. Okay. My
1: middle son. You know, we actually have a fantasy NFL team together. He runs it. I pay for it. You know, <laughs> and I told him if he wins, he can keep the money. But right. it's interesting because we're texting back and forth. So from that perspective. It, it's really I like the fantasy, but I I just you know I can't root for a guy make this field goal so I can yeah. get three points and yeah uh, I just it doesn't it's it a re- lot. doesn't really interest me.
0: How do you tell your son like I guess when it comes to the gambling aspect of it to not get carried away because clearly you know how to hedge your bets and like not get into this whirlwind of shit for it's a, personality. a kid. Gotcha. You, you gotta
1: have the personality, you know. Like, yeah, look, no one wants their kid to grow up gambling, right? <laughs> you want you want to grow up doing different things, but you know, if you have, so gambling is not a problem. If you if you make two hundred thousand a year and you you risk ten of that gambling, that's not a problem. Yeah, it's not. Crazy. It's like in, in the last dance with Michael Jordan, he he said, "I don't have a gambling problem. I have a competition problem." Like he wanted to <laughs> compete, so he's betting everything. But guess what? michael jordan's a billionaire yeah so if michael jordan goes and loses a million dollars playing golf it's not a big thing it doesn't care right so you know if you're making 200 000 a year and you, you risk a thousand here two thousand there that's not going to kill you it's when you're
0: making two hundred thousand a year and you're risking 350 <laughs> yeah that might be a problem see i'll tell you though in music it's the same kind of problem for people like i feel like there is a rush that comes with like putting your i mean your opinion or your bet on the line like it's not as straightforward in music. Like. In sports, you could put money on the line and it's a rush of just seeing if you're gonna win or come out on top or or if you're gonna lose it. Same thing with music, it's just more with reputation. So like, I'll put my reputation on the line when I bet on an artist that's gonna thrive and maybe they don't like twist an ankle but they get arrested or they get into some shit. Something out of your control. Yeah, and it's like there's a rush with playing that music business game that I think it attracts a lot of people but I don't know if they're like self-aware enough to really look at it
1: like that. Well, you're betting on the talent.
0: Well, right. and yourself, like, because right. you're really like anybody that works in music could go get a job where they're not playing this fucking mind game.
1: You know, music and I, like, <laughs> you're you're kind of clueless about sports. I'm clueless about music in that regard. Like, I, I listen to the radio. <laughs> I like listening to certain songs. Yeah, you know? I got you. But in terms of you know picking the talent out of a rapper or, or a musician, man, that's that
0: I would never be able to do that. that be, I mean, you're doing it. Like, it's maybe not with music, but it's like if you're keeping up with an athlete to the extent of like. How are they living during the week when they're not playing games? Are they going to fuck this up on Saturday or Sunday, whatever? It's the same thing with an artist. It's like I'm watching Little Pump go in front of a ton of people. Little Pimp, my bad. Yeah, right. With Donald <laughs> Trump. And I'm like thinking of it. A lot of people are like, wow, that's crazy. And from the politics standpoint. But I'm thinking of it as like how many followers is this guy losing right now? How many is he gaining? Is it helping his streams?
1: Right. But think about like when um Kanye. Was on Joe Rogan, I think, yeah. it was last week. yeah. Like, <laughs> oh Kanye, God. we we all love Kanye. We understand
0: his music. And Don't his bet dominance. on Kanye.
1: <laughs> oh, this man got votes for president. Think of mm-hmm. our country right now, like because he sounded it's crazy. Like if you get a chance and you go listen to that podcast, he didn't even sound like he knew what he was speaking about.
0: Yeah, that he, was. He nice. sounded
1: like he showed up half in the bag and was screwed <laughs> up. And and it's just went to the point with Kanye that we love him so much because of what he's accomplished in that world. Yeah, that almost like. Whatever he does now, we're like, that's Kanye. It's Kanye. (laughs) Well, can you
0: associate one with the other? Like, I, I see J. Cole is trying to make an NBA roster right now, right? And he's playing ball, whatever. And I love him as a rapper. I think a lot of people know his music from radio. He's a pretty mainstream guy. Does that apply to him on the court? Are you like, well, I know his work ethic in music, I'd bet on him in a game if he if he made a roster. I mean, you still got to hit a jump shot. <laughs> you still got to be able to
1: dunk. You still got to dribble. You still got to play defense. I got you, know, you. can you do all those things? It's just like, you know, it's the funniest thing when these athletes, when they all turn over to rap. And look at some of the – there's been some famous athletes.
0: Kobe Bryant. Oh, long yeah, long, major. You know, their music never seems bad, but it doesn't seem like – Good. It's not gonna slide. Right. It's but just do you think that's more perception or do you think it's the actual skill? No, I just think they're not good at it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it comes down to.
1: You're great at basketball, bro. Kobe, you are a fantastic basketball player, number two all time. Yeah. And I'll have that argument with anyone. You know? <laughs> um but you get it Number two music. to
0: Jordan. Number two to Jordan. Okay.
1: Uh, that's it. And Roy Jones, Roy Jones was into rap. He did yeah. he did rap and he I actually didn't even listen to, for that. I know. He has it wasn't awful, but like, yo, know, Shaquille O'Neal, like these guys try to rap. Shaq, they,
0: I know, tried to rap. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's insane. It's crazy, too, because there's so many people, like artists that I've interviewed, that they pull up with, um, with an athlete. I forgot the guy from the Redskins. I know they're not the best team ever, but there's a dude from the Redskins. I'll find his name. He comes in with, like, a rapper that's pretty lit, and he's like, yeah, you know, I play football. I use that money to build this record label. I mean, do you think athletes have any business doing that? Like, I mean, well, who's, <laughs> the, who,
1: who's to tell them no, right? They're athletes, and they're, they're special at their God-given ability for a reason. So, you know, they've been told no their whole life, and yeah. they continue to improve, and they continue to get better and <laughs> prove people wrong. Um, so who's to tell them no? Like, if they want to go out and do it, do it. I, I, my point I'm making it this is they just don't seem good at it. Yeah. You know, it's like, when was the last time you saw an athlete? That went into you know music, went into rap, and was like really good. Like, can anyone out there name that guy? Like, I would love so, to go listen to him.
0: I've seen one athlete do well off of music, but it was a complete fucking mess. Um, is the dude Carl from Texas that did the Meg The Stallion shit? I forget his name. I'm gonna look him up. Yeah, that
1: yeah, now see now we're talking about how you don't know anything about gambling. <laughs> like, I don't know anything about what you're talking about I'm, right now.
0: I'm very curious. Carl Crawford. Have you ever heard of a player? Baseball called... player. Yes. Yes. So he's an MLB athlete. I guess he played in Texas or for the Dodgers or something, something out that way. And he literally started a record label, signed Meg Thee Stallion, who if you don't know about her, she's like one of the biggest right now. And I think she was obligated to pay like a quarter of her money to him because he had started this 1501 Entertainment, whatever it's called. And he's literally an athlete that doesn't know shit about music, but locked this girl into a contract. She blew up with other people and he got paid. Like he got paid a lot of money and he's worth I think 100 mil or something because of his his athlete ability or whatever. Well, look, I always look at him (laughs) like an
1: agent. You know, Carl Crawford played Major League Baseball. He had an agent. His agent helped get, you know, uh, marketing opportunities and commercials and and helped close deals. So the the agent deserves to get paid whatever (laughs) the agreed upon price is. 25% seems a little high to me. You know, but if that was the agreed upon cost and and Carl Crawford's putting his money behind her, then you know what, good for him, and he made a smart business
0: decision. Yeah, because she was complaining. She's like, I want to renegotiate my contract, this and that. You know what the funny thing about that is, (laughs) and this
1: goes to athletes, this goes to music, it doesn't matter. When you feel like you're outperforming your contract, you want to renegotiate the contract. Always. When you feel like you're underperforming your contract, you don't say
0: shit. <laughs> Nothing. Oh, yeah. Hey, you pay me five million a year, but I'm really not playing well, so just pay me two. See, I don't even. i would be completely honest with y'all, and I don't say this very many places, but if we're doing this podcast and be transparent. I've met Meg the Stallion, and I think she's a really fucked up person in general, in my opinion. Like, right. there's so many artists that having an investor like that would know kind of what to do with it. I feel like she's somebody who like kind of got lucky and is now trying to wiggle her way out of something. Possibly. I mean,
1: you know way more about that than I do. (laughs) But at the end of the day, man, if she's making money— and that she wouldn't have made without him or his belief or his bankroll, or his, whatever the case may be. <laughs> and you, you made a deal, go agree to the deal, pay the man.
0: Let me ask you this it, I don't mean to get too personal, feel free not to answer, but with gambling winnings, would you ever go out there and just invest it in an artist or music? Like, what would, if you win really big, what does money like that go towards? you are
1: always looking towards the next best thing, you know, but <laughs> like we talk about athletes and music, right? We try to stay in all lane. So what are we good at? You know, we're good at handicapping football. We're good at handicapping <laughs> basketball. So why would we go do something different?
0: What, what does that mean, handicapping? Because I really don't, you've you said spread, you've said yeah. handicapping. Point I don't know what the fuck goes on. You
1: know, handicapping just is picking a winner. Okay. You know? So, you know, we're doing, this, we're doing this podcast on Thursday. The, the Packers are playing the 49ers tonight. <laughs> you know, it's our job the, the Packers are a seven point favorite, which means they got to win by at least eight if you bet on okay. them to cover the spread. And it's our job to tell our customers who's going to win that game.
0: How do you determine? Is that like a universal thing? Who's a favorite? Is who's that... a
1: favorite, who's an underdog? But research, okay. hard work, you know, there's there's no secret. And, but Can I go to
0: ESPN and see like, oh, this is the favorite for this game? Or sure. is that, all you right. Know, you can go to any website, I'll tell
1: you you know, who the favorite is, who the underdog, what the over under is. So if the over under is, you know, 51 points, that means they have to be more than 51 points scored in the game, you, you, you combine okay. the two teams. So, but it's no different. How did did you get to Hot 97? How did you become one of the best hosts in New York City history? Finesse. Come on, bro. Hard work. You're doing yourself in. Straight up. Hard work. You busted your ass, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you caught a break along the way. Maybe you finessed a little. Great. But before that, before you got the the opportunity to be lucky or the opportunity to finesse, how did you get to that point?
0: You busted yeah, your ass. Yeah, you worked just working hard, straight up. You worked hard. See, I, I don't know, though. I've had one conversation with an athlete about this when it comes to football, at least with the NFL, and this athlete is pretty well-known, and he said that in the NFL, if Tom Brady were to get hit, they'd treat it completely differently than if Pro- he were to get hit. Probably. What, do you think that has any factor when it comes to, like, the gambling, if... I mean, you gotta be careful. I mean, yeah, Tom.
1: Like you know, Tom Brady gets hit, but Tom Brady's also the goat. Yeah, you know. So the goat, Michael Jordan, he got some foul calls that some other guys wouldn't get. Um, when you're the goat, you've earned the right to get the, you know, that that. Okay, maybe he shouldn't get this one, but he's going to get it. <laughs> There's a gray area with goats. There's a gray area with goats. So, I mean, Tom Brady's probably a bad example because he's probably earned it. But if you talk, take a quarterback like, I don't know, um, let's say the, the guy from the Giants, Daniel Jones. Okay. You know, like, can he be a really good quarterback going forward? <laughs> maybe. But is he going to get the, the same call that another average quarterback is going to get? Probably. You know, if gotcha.
0: you take Daniel Jones and Sam Donald, the two quarterbacks for the Jets and the Giants, you know they're probably gonna get the same amount of calls. See, that would drive me crazy as a gambler, though, if it was like this dude versus Tom Brady. If yeah, I had like those rough two Roughing the passer,
1: keeps a drive alive. Yeah, because you know, it
0: throws so much off.
1: Like, There's a lot to you take in when it comes to the world of sports gambling. <laughs> um, you have to understand that things aren't always gonna go your way. And if you're emotional, not the best way to do things. <laughs> you know, because if you're emotional, and look, this is something I learned. Man, if you talk to my wife, which I know you do, right? You would be like, "How many remotes did he break?" I've gotten better as I've gotten older. You but, throw it through the TV, like? Uh, no, well, I threw a knife through a wall. Oh my god! Yeah, I threw a knife through a wall. What game was it? It was a. Uh, it was actually a hockey game. Really? Yeah, it was a Rangers Devils game. Oh, if you're gonna do it with any game, I, I threw a knife through a wall. Um, just thankfully, it didn't hit anyone. It went to, but it was oh man. Gosh. I really threw this
0: thing because it was wedged in there. I mean i don't know why you're holding a knife watching a hockey game that uh, seems like a but, recipe for disaster you know that's a great
1: question <laughs> but i was actually just you know making myself a salad or a cook i forget what i was i was doing something I was kind of looking on. up at the tv and just like what i wanted to happen didn't happen and it was just such a stupid play oh and that's my all right gosh. you deal with that right and then maybe like a minute later the same exact thing happened with the same exact guy <laughs> and i'm like you dumb mother you know and i just threw the knife and uh, you're know, lucky There were no kids Or
0: dogs around <laughs> I'll tell you Hot 97's lucky They didn't have Knives in the studio Because that whole wall Would have been Fucking covered been, With slashes Yeah, It would have be, it th- it been Trouble right Every day They've been like You have to play this song I'm like fuck this song uh-huh. But I have a very, I'm curious of this. What are your favorite teams? Because I don't—I wouldn't even know where to guess. Are you just a straight across the board New York guy? No, no. Well,
1: one New York team.
0: The rest of them <laughs> suck. You can't even root for them. They're just
1: so <laughs> disheartening. But the team I root for, the team that has, are the Yankees. Okay. You know, that's the team I'll never turn on. Um, no matter I, what. No matter what, I'll never turn on the Yankees. I used to be that way with the Knicks. Everyone out there in New York listening to me or even Knicks fans around the country, you know the hardships and the heartache that we've been through. So I'm close to just the Knicks. I've had enough. Okay, I'm close to just being done with them. But they're like the hot girl that keeps coming back. Like the hot, psychotic girl. Yeah, they just. Yeah, you just. Okay, let me give her
0: one more chance. One more. They can do it.
1: Right. She's not going to be a lunatic this time. She's not going to try
0: to stab me. Okay, (laughs) let me give that girl the chance. That's what the Knicks are to me. It's so funny. I feel like my friends talk about the Jets that way. They're like, they always think that they're going to make some decision that puts them in the playoffs and then they never fucking make it. Forget the Jets, man. The the Jets will kill you. All my friends that uh, that have Jets posters on the wall, there's plenty of knife wounds through all it of those. Be. It has
1: to be. I mean, if, you, if you're a Jets fan, right, and, you know, your your lifespan is, let's say you're supposed to live to 85, right? Okay. That's your lifespan. You're a Jets fan. You're living to 70. <laughs> and when you go meet our, our creator and you say, hey, I was supposed to live to 85, well, you were a Jets fan. You were a Jets. It took you 15 years
0: off your life. Get that privilege. Right. You,
1: I mean, all the losing and just the buffoonery. Okay. Just the way they lose. Because there's losing... And then there's just losing in just stupid ways. Yeah, it's just and, ridiculous. And the Jets
0: just lose in stupid ways. See, I don't have to know anything about sports to know the Jets aren't a good team to are not, not a good team. <laughs> not, yeah, you, never, you can't ever bet them. Forget that. We have Over. a rule.
1: One of our rules is you don't bet good money on bad teams. All right. right. I'm not putting good money, hard-earned money, money that I worked <laughs> my ass off for. I'm not putting that money on the Jets. How about bad money? I mean, is this
0: such a thing? <laughs> is this such a thing? It's not bad credit. I guess, yeah. Is this such a thing? You Lost got money it. on you, it's good money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe you hate somebody, you put their money on the Jets. <laughs> uh, maybe, oh, hey, come on, you wanna piss this guy off?
1: Yeah, want to get back at him.
0: So clearly you're, you're more calculated than I am because with teams, with me, I'm just like New York guy, I bet New York teams. I like LA just because I love going to LA. There's a lot of women, right. weed, weather. But when it comes to music, I'm more calculated. My question for you is when it comes to music, who are your picks when it comes to like artists or... I'm so old school. So I mentioned earlier <laughs>
1: yeah. when we started you know, obviously Tupac and Biggie.
0: All right. Uh,
1: Jay-Z, uh Eminem, one of my favorites. I can't believe he... I think he's closing it on 50, which just blows my mind, <laughs> you know. um, But but those type of guys, Nas, you know, I loved him growing Real up. Real lyrical dudes. Yeah, like I just... Those are the guys I listened to. N.W.A. All you know, right. I, I mean, I took my wife to see straight out of Compton because when I was <laughs> growing up, you know, NWA, which is funny, you know, because you don't listen to that. Your parents would always say that. So yeah. instantly you want to listen to it. <laughs> I was like, What's going on here? Like this is if my mom just said, don't listen to that. And you're like, oh, this could be pretty good. <laughs> it's great. So I started listening to it. And then all my friends got it. So NWA, but I'm going back. That's 30 years, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then as I've gotten older, you know, I, when I'm in my car now, I'm not really listening to the radio anymore. Now I'm making phone calls. Now I'm speaking to people I'm talking about business. So I've kind of lost track. With the new age rapper which is why i love doing this show with you and this podcast mm-hmm. because you're going to bring me back to that and you, it's almost like bringing me back to my childhood
0: see i need to figure out if this technology will work because i kind of want to play you some new age ish just to get your opinion let me see if this technology will let us do it otherwise i'm gonna figure it out for the next episode oh you could kind of hear i like this <laughs> you already it's three seconds in that's a good beat do you know who made this song I, if i if you told me you were giving me <laughs> a million dollars on who made this song Alright. I'm out a million. I don't know if we could play more than fifteen seconds. I don't know the laws over here wherever we're putting this up. Well but you, just, you didn't
1: give me much. You just gave me a but the beat sounded nice.
0: I don't want them to demonetize us on the first uh, day. The yeah, first day get screwed up. And it'd be like you played a song by the Migos. Give us your money. Uh, that would be not good, right? But that was the Migos and City Girls. I mean, specifically Quavo of the Migos. Do you know anything about Migos? So that's just like me saying to you Point spread. Alright, gotcha. Uh, that's Lost. This, is, this is why this is great. We're gonna learn so much about each other. And I feel like the people that are listening the fans are really gonna learn a lot about both worlds because Agreed. my, my dad's gonna hate you though because you make me want to gamble more than anybody and no, he's just, don't gamble don't gamble
1: yeah well if he had a bad experience <laughs> he's de- he's being he's doing the right thing by his son well, you know I think he's
0: get, gets the itch and if I start scratching right. he's gonna start, start scratching uh, there. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: what happens but no I mean I'm uh, obviously I had a kid when I was 20 okay you know so now I don't you know I'm 41 right now. I don't even speak their language. Gotcha. I don't even, the, some of the things they say, <laughs> I'm like, what the, what the hell are you talking about? Like, you know, the big thing was for me was
0: Gucci. 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 Like, I'm like, Gucci what, gang? Like right, Gucci what, main? Oh, oh, yo,
1: you hear a kid walking around. Oh,
0: that's Gucci. What the hell does that mean? Is that I, a bag? What, what the hell are you oh, talking about? You okay. know, just, I'm just saying in general, like, I don't even speak <laughs> the damn language. I'm going to teach you something about Gucci real quick. It's basically, there's a lot of levels to Gucci in hip hop. There's Gucci the brand, right? Right. And you could say everything is Gucci. Like, this podcast is, is Gucci. Like, it's good. You could say Gucci Mane, who's a rapper. Say Gucci Gang, which is basically like Little Pump saying. So there's like
1: seven different meanings for this Just word. There's a lot
0: of meanings. You could use Gucci in multiple ways.
1: I see, and that's the <laughs> language that like gets passed me by. It's like Chinese to me. All right. right? Like, like, I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? No idea about? what the fuck goes on. What <laughs> the hell is that? So, well, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm old school, man. I'm,
0: I'm I'll put it in. this way. I'm going to put you on so that when your kids say some shit, you can hit them back with it. All right? when the game is going well it's like the fourth quarter your team's up you're covering the spread everything's great right. everything is gucci this game is going gucci if i now if i say that and get laughed at because I'm old. Because <laughs> right, I'm forty one. You tell him Hip Hop Mike gave you a pass. I tell him Hip Hop
1: Mike. Here's your autograph from Hip Hop Mike. As and he told I, me you say this. You, you know? don't have
0: my stamp of clout approval. I like, love it. Anybody tries to test your gangster, we fucking running down on them. I love it.
1: That's <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you up as much as I can.
0: That's it. I'm gonna do the same. I'm gonna start talking sports to my friends. They're gonna look at me like you don't know shit. I'm gonna be like, well, how many times have you talked to Chris Hodge taking Vegas podcast? There because you go. Y'all don't know about this sports shit like I do. You cover your spread? And
1: we do the Take the Vegas (laughs) podcast every day during the week. We talk about the games that are going on. We're nationally syndicated. It's been a really good run for us. (laughs) and, And... you know, you have to win money. If you if you lose, it doesn't become a good run, that's fire. You, know, you have to see. That's another. Way. That's fire. It's fire. It's
0: fire. It means good, right? Yeah, it means great. That it's means like, like it. yeah, that's Gucci. That's <laughs> there. You go. So same, it's different words, same meaning. Same. Welcome to hip hop. That's it, man. That's great. <laughs> so we need to come up with a name for this show. I don't know. Have you thought of where we could post this or how to set it up? I mean, so we got a great we got a great deal with iHeart. All right. You know, iHeart. I do all my sports
1: gambling uh, talks <laughs> through them. iHeart has been great. Um, I, we we talked to a lot of you know people down there that really help us, and they they're they're excited about the project. Actually, as soon before we, yeah, there you go, Gucci. <laughs> before we came in the studio, you know, I was on the phone with one of the iHeart reps. All and, right, you know, I told him, hey, we're starting a new project, um, and, and where and he was like, hey, Chris, get it down to me. He's like, we'll put it all over Bow. the place, but we do have <laughs> to come up with a name.
0: Yeah, so if you're listening to this on iHeart or anywhere else, I mean you can suggest names. My Instagram's hip hop Mike. Yeah. How can they suggest a name to you and then we can I'm, talk about this? I mean they can go to Taking Vegas on Instagram. All right. You know, Instagram's taking
1: Vegas and check it. and again, with us what we're trying to do here is it's two different worlds that we're trying to bring together. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because if you look at <laughs> if you look at our country, right, and as divided as people might be, and you got this whole thing with the election going on, which we didn't even get into. But as divided as people might be, the two things that bring people together sports and music. Well said. Well love of sports, love of music, right? Every all the other bullshit that's going on in this country right now, this is all nonsense. You know, we when when people watch sports, they be, they come together. Where else can you get, you know, 20, 30,000 people to scream and yell together? A concert.
0: That's game. it. Yeah. And if you're out here doing anything in your life, I mean, you're either going to turn to a game to watch to relax or to music to relax. 100%. So that's it. There's nothing else. Yeah, except for the weird art people that are like, I go to museums and oh, we got one of those in the office right now. Oh, word. yes. <laughs> maybe we'll bring them on a as a guest. Yep. Who is it? Who in the office? Oh, it, oddly
1: enough, his name is Mike. Oh. Yeah, oddly enough. And he loves drawing. He's like, Chris, I want to make you drawings for your studio. <laughs> He's like, hey, I got these banners and everything. I'm like, ah, that's great. Did he do this behind us? He did. Yes, he did.
0: Oh. Actually,
1: he did that. We got to put that on the video. But you know, you got you can't give this kid anything because I you know, something I do in my office, I'm I always have a ball on <laughs> my Hand of some sort. Always. Either it's a football, a baseball, a tennis ball, whatever the case right. may be, I'm walking around with a ball. Better than hand. a knife. Better than a knife. 100%. <laughs> Throw a ball at the
0: wall, you'd be good. And all of a sudden, right, yeah, right. it might go through the wall, but that's fine. Depending you know? how how good the game goes. That's it.
1: But every time I look, I get a ball and, and it's drawn
0: on. And I'm like, Mike, <laughs> you drew on this, he draws on everything. Everything. Yeah, everything
1: he gets his hands on, he draws on. It's
0: hilarious. You got a hip hop mic in the office, an artistic mic in the oh, office. Autistic mic, and gambling Chris. And gambling yeah, Chris. You know, it's the whole big thing here. <laughs> all right, uh, Rich Richie. Yeah, Rich yeah. Rich. Richie Rich. Yep. rich. Yeah, Richie Rich. <laughs> Dope, I mean, so I'm excited about the podcast. I mean, we're, we're what, like 40 minutes in right now? That's forty minutes That's already. Solid. Time flies when you're having I mean, fun. Time flies when you're having fun. So, I mean, I guess we gotta save some of this for the future. I 100%. did want to talk politics with you, but maybe next episode we can see what's going on. This election is fucking out of control, Chris.
1: It's unbelievable. I and, mean, you know, it's a, now the lawsuits are gonna start.
0: Of you course, you know, and
1: it's all these votes didn't get counted. These votes got counted twice. The dead vote happened. The non-dead, like the losing side, always complains. <laughs> you ever noticed that in life? It's true, right? When you win, you don't complain. Straight no, up, you don't say shit. And when no, you lose, you complain about everything.
0: Everything. That's you why Yelp has a business. Well, and you well, just go complain about the fuck you
1: eat. Go complain. So look, at the end of the day, um if, if Donald Trump lost, and I know there's a lot of Donald Trump supporters out there, just like there's a lot of Joe Biden supporters out there. But if Joe Biden lost, get
0: out. Go. Get out. You're <laughs> done. It? You lost. Whatever you. want No one know. wants to hear from you. And if if, if Donald Trump lost. You lost. It is what it is. I'm going to be so honest. I didn't know who to pick. I got to the elections and I was like, I'm so on the fence. I leaned Biden, but I don't really think he's a smart guy. Trump is just crazy racist guy. I literally just wrote Joe Rogan on the ballot, sent that bitch Th- through. That was his one vote? That was it. That was it? Joe was Rogan I, It was probably me. If there's hip-hop a stat Mike? on that, Hip Hop Mike is Joe Rogan's only vote. I, I'm going to tell you, I, I didn't vote. No? You know, no, I didn't
1: vote. Um, I voted in the last election. I did not vote this past election. Um, it's I, tough. You know, you know, I made this joke, right? And and I don't want to make it sound like it's, you know, <laughs> it's in poor taste because it's really not. But I was talking to my wife, and you hear this stuff on the media, like civil war, civil war, civil war. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, if a civil war starts, I don't know, I don't know whose team I'm on.
0: Yeah. Right?
1: Because I get along, I get along with everyone. everyone. Now, I, I'm white, but you know, I don't dislike black people. That's the dumbest thing in the world. I have yeah. a good relationship with all, all the. I coach a, a team that's predominantly African American. They're all great guys. Uh, I have liberal friends. I have conservative friends. You know, yeah. I have I have Jewish friends, I have Catholic. Everybody. friends. Everybody. So whose side am I on? I'm a civil War? Star, I'm getting shot first. That's you the I mean? well.
0: That's the problem. Is you're almost obligated to pick sides these I, days. I, so I don't want to pick sides. Yeah, same. You know, I, like how could you be mad at people that just want equality? See, I side with Joe Rogan for that reason alone, is he doesn't
1: pick sides. 100%, <laughs> you know, and kind of uh, the guy on HBO, Bill Maher. He's another guy. He'll tell you he's a liberal, he's a Democrat, but he'll tell you if they screw up, they screw up. And that's all you're asking for. Yeah. You know, so at, at, at the point of it in my life, man, I, I just.
0: This this feels like, and again, I know this doesn't relate at all. So don't think I'm that ignorant to sports. But it feels like the Jets versus the Knicks to some extent. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, just just you, take you, your money out of the game. You don't can't even put win. it. You can't fucking.
1: But, you know, all people want, all people want, is to to be together. Like people yeah. don't the, inherently people don't want to dislike each other. <laughs> you you get your your lunatics out there on both sides, right? But yeah. there's only like three percent of the people that are absolutely out of their mind. Most people, they just want to go to work.
0: They want to have their families, they want to go on vacation, and they want to get along with people. Watch their teams, listen to their music. That's it, bro. That's I, it. I feel like this is a sports analogy, probably a weak one, but I know when I was younger and I played Little League, and like there was a home run or there was like something scored and the scoreboard didn't adjust. It was like the most aggravating shit. It's like, who the fuck is running this thing? Right. I feel like that's what's happening with the election right now because Joe Biden's been stuck at 264 electoral votes for like, Three days now The greatest thing is Both sides say The other side's cheating Yeah (laughs) (laughs) That's great
1: Like y'all They're they're trying to rig this election It's crazy It's just Just get on with it man The American people Do not give a shit
0: They don't care I they, know I don't care.
1: I, they don't care, man. Oh, the, your 401k is going to drop and this and, and, and Each side makes you believe the other side is going to be, you know, end the world. End the world. And it's just, we're, we're going to go, we're going
0: to be fine. Well, I encourage more people to start a podcast or at least tune into this one. But maybe next time we'll figure out who's actually in charge of everything. Maybe. We well, can talk about it. More importantly, let's get a name. Well said. If you cool. have a name, again, at Hip Hop Mike, um, at the Taking, it's the Taking Vegas uh, take, on, just Taking Vegas at Insta- Instagram. Taking Vegas. At Taking Vegas yep. on Instagram. Suggest your names. Once you do, we'll make something that's, I guess, joint so that we could actually go through everything together. 100%. But in the meantime, you go to our Instagrams, let us know what names you're thinking. I mean, I'm excited. I think this is the best way to set it off, man. I got to learn a lot about you today.
1: Oh, and, and Mike, you know, just listening to you on Hot 97 all those years has <laughs> been great. And you know, the studio is beautiful. This you studio know, is we're, sick. We're, we're gonna get a video. We're doing this audio right now, but we're gonna have this on video. Oh. Gonna have, it's gonna it's
0: gonna be a lot of fun. You get to see our majestic, beautiful faces. That's it, man. All good. And if you wanna be a guest, I guess holla at us too. I mean, we're gonna be selective because we have a lot of friends that are lit. So if you're not lit, don't holla at us. But like maybe we get a little pimp on here one day. we we'll get some like athlete. I don't know. Little pimp, bro. I can't believe he said that. <laughs> <laughs> well, We'll talk about it more next time. I appreciate you. I mean, I feel like we should wrap this up. We'll do episode two, maybe after the elections yep. settled. And yeah, man, it's, it's been a pleasure. I wish I had a name of the podcast, but... We'll get it next week, man. It's fucking lit. Hit us on the gram. Until next time.